Hello, Fried fans, and welcome to Season 3 of Fried, the Burnout Podcast. I'm your host, Kate Donovan, and my mission with Fried is to hashtag end burnout culture. On this pod, we end burnout culture by sharing stories of people who have been through it all and lived to tell the tale, sharing expert tips from the best of the best in the burnout and stress management fields, and sharing hashtag straight from Kate episodes full of my own expertise plus actionable steps to help you end your own burnout cycle starting today. If you're feeling burnt out right now and need more personalized guidance, I'm here for you. In every episode, you'll find a link to book a free breakthrough burnout call. You can find it easily by heading to bit.ly forward slash call Kate or finding the link in the show notes. This free call helps us decide if one-on-one coaching is perfect for you. If it is, we'll get started. If it isn't, I might suggest one of my immediately available online courses, my book, The Bounce Back Ability Factor, or some sessions with a colleague who's better suited to exactly what you need right now. Also, if you happen to be in New York City, I'd love to see you as a patient. I'm a licensed acupuncturist with over 13 years of international experience, and right now my office is located in Midtown Manhattan. I focus on, you guessed it, burnout. I help your body build up a natural stress resilience to fight off all those pesky symptoms that come alongside burnout. You can find all the deets on that at katedonovanacupuncture.com. Hey, Fried fans. Last week, you found out that together with Mindalt, Luminary, Cave Day, Christina Libby, So Chill, and Spiritune, I have a super fun project for the month of April called The World's Most Mindful Office. It is the idea baby of Christina Vuletta, the co-founder of Mindalt, and I am so excited to be a part of it. In case you missed it, here are the basics. Luminary is my favorite co-working space in New York City and also happens to be around the corner from my acupuncture office, so it's really convenient for those days that I have pauses between patients and super convenient for people that work at Luminary to come in and have a treatment. Luminary also has a ton of online programming for their members, and for this last week of Women's History Month, their online programming is free for all, so hop on that this week. Now, we are building the world's most mindful office within Luminary's walls for the month of April. The private office will be covered in incredible floral art by Christina Libby, supplied with a mindful plan for the day created by Christina Vuletta of Mindalt, supported by Cave Day with a focused work session, and enhanced by moi with short, simple exercises designed to bring more calm and more energy easily when you need it. The world's most mindful office will be available to rent by the day. Luminary members can rent it for just $20 and non-members just $40. So for $20 or $40, you will get the best workcation you never knew you needed. Before the pandemic, anyway. You all know you need it now. All of this is super exciting, but it does beg the question, why am I a part of this? What does mindfulness have to do with burnout? I don't use the word mindfulness often on Fried episodes, but it is interwoven into nearly every suggestion I've ever given. I find that sometimes when you're burnt out and the typical advice that's touted hasn't helped you, hearing words that follow the common advice make you just glaze right over it. So I avoid it. But... Mindfulness is a huge part of burnout recovery, and the why is in the science. To keep it super simple, mindfulness keeps your mind full. 
We've talked to neuroscience quite a bit on Fried. If you missed the episode with Shante Javon Taylor, go back and find it. It is amazing. And because we talk about it so much, I hope that you remember that there are a couple of brain changes that happen with the type of long-term chronic stress that we associate with burnout. Mainly, the part of your brain that is responsible for filtering emotions, giving you motivation, connecting with others, and being your center of logical thinking shrinks. You actually lose nerve cells in this part of your brain when you're under long-term, unprocessed chronic stress, the same kind that leads you to being totally fried and crispy. Another thing that happens is the amygdala, the part of your brain that's still all instinct-based, is enlarged, making you overinterpret threats from your environment. Mindfulness practices have been shown to regrow the part of your brain that is damaged by long-term stress and also regulate the size of the amygdala so that it's not on high alert all the time. And then on top of that, we have the heart. We haven't spent a lot of time on the heart on fried, but I do mention heart rate variability in the bounce back ability factor because the heart is just as, if not more, important than the brain. The heart has its own nervous system, its own mini brain, and long-term stress leads to dysregulation of this system. Mindfulness helps to restore it. Okay, so great. Science says that mindfulness can help restore both the brain and the heart. But what is it really? How do I do mindfulness? What is mindfulness? Mindfulness as defined by the Oxford Language Dictionary is the quality or state of being conscious or aware of something, or a mental state achieved by focusing one's awareness on the present moment while calmly acknowledging and accepting one's feelings, thoughts, and bodily sensations used as a therapeutic technique. This second definition is the one I want to use today. Mindfulness is achieved by focusing on the present moment and acknowledging all sensations, thoughts, etc. that are present within that moment. The easiest way to induce mindfulness is to simply engage the senses. I want you to imagine that you're just home after a long day, and you start to open the front door to your house, and it smells of brownies. And you stop for one single moment and you take a big inhale. You notice joy and excitement. Your mouth salivates. You've forgotten everything in the entire day for a fraction of a second. You've been transported from the ever-present distractions, thoughts, and ideas right back smack dab into now. Or think about the moment that you notice the sun has dropped and the scenery might just take your breath away. You stop even before the moment that you reach for your phone and you look, and your energy settles into your body. You feel appreciation on a visceral level. You notice and see the beauty. You have a sense of awe. This is a mindful moment. Mindfulness asks, that you engage your senses, that you stop and breathe, that you notice your emotional state without judgment. And when you do these things, your body has the ability to regulate itself. Your nervous system informs you that you're safe. Your brain cells regrow. Your heart waves are no longer chaotic. And the energy that you are putting out into the world is softer, kinder, more generous, and more peaceful. Soon, we'll start sharing pictures of the world's most mindful office and sharing links to things that you can use at home to create a more mindful, sense-engaging space to work in 
Whether you're at home, at an Airbnb, or in your office, you deserve a mindful space, and we're here to inspire you to create it. What I want this week is for you to hop over to Instagram and start telling me what creates mindfulness in your space. What mindfulness tips and tricks do you have and use that can be shared with other people? The more simple, practical tips and tricks that we can share with one another, the easier this practice becomes. One of the things that I did recently to increase the mindfulness in my space was I bought a desk mat from Amazon. And that doesn't seem like it would do a lot, but it is a lavender colored desk mat and it softens the sound of everything that I put down on my desk. It really don't like the sound of things kind of banging on my desk. So now that I have this, it forces me almost to slow down and pay attention. And it gives me a moment of gratitude that every time I put something down, I'm not slamming it down. So that's really important to me. I also keep um, a roller of bounce back oil on my desk for moments that I need to sort of dig into a scent just to bring me back to the present. Um, So those are things that I do. And now I cannot wait to find out what you do. I'll be looking for all your tips and tricks on Instagram. And I really can't wait to find out exactly what they are. All right, fried fans, talk to you soon. Thank you.